Welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment, a weekly podcast of the Wingman Nation Men's Ministry, a scripturally driven men's ministry with three goals for every man, striving to be better husbands, better fathers, and more Christ-like and godly men. Join Wingman Nation co-founders Randy Ferreira and Pastor Jay Dennis and an occasional special guest as they discuss issues relevant to a man's needs, struggles, habits, and hurts. And now, here's Randy and Pastor Jay. Hello, Wingman Nation. Welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment podcast. I'm John Delaney. I'm here with co-owners or co-founders of Wingman Nation, Randy Ferreira and Pastor Jay Dennis. Good morning, guys. Good morning, John. Good, morning, John. good to see you both. You're looking good and healthy today. And uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, isn't it? It is. <laughs> so, hey, listen, over the last, uh, those of you who are, are on today, you've heard uh, over our past few um, podcasts, we talked about mistakes that uh, husbands make with their wives and ones that wives make with their husbands. And so our uh, new podcast uh, for today and next week um, are going to be the top 10 mistakes parents make in raising their children. So uh, we're, we're going to focus on that. And uh, Randy, you want to take it away? Yeah, thank you, John. Hi, Jay. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. How are you doing, Randy? I'm sure there's a lot more than 10 mistakes we made as parents. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but we've picked the top 10, and hopefully this will be helpful. And we can look at these as it relates to how God sees uh, we can help That's with right. these mistakes. So uh, as parents, we're going to make mistakes. There's no question about that. You know, you may have children at home now, or you may be an empty nester. Mm-hmm. However, you know, it's never too late to start doing the right thing with kids. Mm-hmm. So I have a little story for you. This is a story about a thief that steals a car with a child in the back. <laughs> and uh, so the police in Oregon are looking for a man who say they stole a car with a child in the back seat, only to return the four-year-old <laughs> and reprimand the mom about her parenting. Wow. Local authorities said that the theft took place outside a grocery store when the mom left the car running with a child in the back seat. Unbelievable. (laughs) The mother left the car unlocked and went inside to buy a gallon of milk and some meat. The thief happened to walk by and hopped in the car. He soon realized that there was a four-year-old in the back seat, and he pulled back into the parking lot, returning the child to the mother, but not without scolding the mother. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Police spokesman Matt Henderson said he actually lectured the mother for leaving the child in the car and threatened to call the police on her. <laughs> Obviously, we're thankful he brought the little one back. The thief ordered the mom to take the child before driving off in the car. <laughs> it mm. seems everyone is an expert on raising children. Wow. <laughs> what a story. You know, in Proverbs 22, 6, there's a great promise for parents, which says, Train up a child in a way he should go. Even when he's old, he will not depart from it. Simply put, the promise is not that your child won't stray away from doing the right thing you taught him or her. The promise is the right way, God's way. Well, He will never stray away from him or her. Wherever he or she goes, the things you taught him or her won't leave. It will keep calling him and or calling her back. That's a good word. You know, this verse offers more hope for parenting than any other verse, I believe, in the Bible. So parents, be encouraged. There's a promise attached here. There's a plan. You can bring your children up right. You won't get it perfect. 
you can get it right. You're going to make mistakes, but again, you can get it right. Mm-hmm. The words train up mean to means to create a taste or desire. Parents are to create a hunger, a desire for the things of God to do the right things in the life of that child. I read a paraphrase of Proverbs 22, 6, and it says this, If you dedicate your child to the Lord and create within him a desire for spiritual things in accord with his age level, you have given him the best possible opportunity to grow into spiritual maturity. I love the way they've paraphrased that. That training will always be in the back of your child's mind, even if he gets away from it. Like a magnet, it will keep drawing him or her back. With that said, let's notice the top 10 mistakes parents make in raising their children. Good. That's excellent. So let's take, we'll take mistake number one, not continually working on having a growing marriage. Yeah. Now, let me state this from the beginning. You can be a single parent and be a great parent. I've known many. Mm -hmm. It's not easy, but you, with God's help, can do it. So if you're a single parent, be encouraged. But for the married, let's say this. Believe it or not, this is probably the number one mistake parents make in raising their children. Bad marriages, troubled marriages, constant fussing, fighting, and tension negatively affects our kids. Yes. It can help but do that. The greatest thing we can do for our kids is working on our marriage. Of course, there's not a perfect marriage, no such thing, but a great marriage. Amen. You know, once a grandmother overheard her five-year-old granddaughter playing wedding, the wedding vows for her went like this. You have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Anything you say may be held against you. You have the right to have an attorney present. Uh, you may, you may kiss now the kiss the bride. <laughs> That's great. Oh, Lord. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> the tragedy is, guys, that too many don't want to make any vows for they think it may be held against them. <laughs> you had better believe it. God does. That's right. Oh, my goodness. So how do you do that? You can't do it without God's help. Before Paul addresses the issue of parenting, he deals with issues of marriage, and that's by design. Before talks about before Paul talks about wives submitting and husbands loving, he makes this powerful statement, and it is the key to a growing, happy, strong marriage. Right. Ephesians five twenty one, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Wow. What does that mean? <laughs> it means you relinquish your rights for another. You give up what you want to satisfy others' needs. How can that happen? Well, both are submitted to Christ. That's the key. That is the key. The fear of Christ is worshiping Him, being in awe of Him, loving Him, passionately committing to Him, and trusting Him. That's right. When Ephesians 5.21 happens, Ephesians 5.22 Six through four can take place. That's right. Proverbs 14.26 says, In the fear of the Lord there is strong confidence, and his children will have refuge. Mm. You need to be best friends. You need to be dating. You need to keep your romance alive in your marriage. You need to spend time together without the kids. Amen to that. 
You need to show affection to each other in front of the kids. And you need to fight. You don't need to fight in front of your kids. Bottom line. Yeah, we lead by example, guys. We certainly do. Good job. Mistake number two is lack of discipline. A little boy was praying and said, Dear God, make me a good little boy. Don't make me too good. Just make me good enough not to get a whipping. (laughs) You know, this is a real issue within the home. Not only when to discipline, but especially how do you discipline? Parents agreeing on this, it is so vital. But that's where a lot of the problems come in. When you add to the mix blended families, yours, mine, and ours, it becomes even more complicated. Yeah, sure does. Proverbs 13.24 says, He who withholds his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him diligently. And then Proverbs 23.13-15, Do not hold back discipline from the child. Although you strike him with the rod, he will not die. You shall strike him with the rod and rescue his soul from Sheol. My son, if your heart is wise, my own heart also will be glad. So let's think about some of the mistakes of of not disciplining. First of all is the mistake of no discipline at all. No clear boundaries. No set of right and wrong. Rewards and punishments. A child should never have to wonder Why am I being punished? You know, Benjamin Spock led the way among child-rearing professionals in instructing parents not to discipline their children. He said that doing so would damage the children's ego. Oh, boy. (laughs) Later in his life, he realized that he had made a huge mistake. And here's what he said. We have reared a generation of brats. (laughs) Mm. Parents aren't firm enough with their children for fear of losing their love or incurring their resentment. This is a cruel deprivation that we professionals have imposed on mothers and fathers. Of course, we did it with the best of intentions. We didn't realize it until it was too late how our know-it-all attitude was undermining the self-assurance of parents. Mm. You know, I want to look at that and say that's why you follow God's advice first. Absolutely. You, you, You find out what the Bible says. There's also the mistake of too much discipline. Here's what we mean by that. You can't fight about every little thing, or that's going to be all you do. Choose your battles wisely. Don't make a big deal out of things you shouldn't be making a big deal about. Never, ever hit your child. Spanking, yes, for moral, willful rebellion, not for mistakes. This should be the last resort. It's patting your child on the back, a little lower, and a little harder. (laughs) The definition of encouragement. Exactly. And then there's the mistake of discipline without love. When you discipline out of anger or frustration or aggravation, friend, that will be a negative thing to your child and will not get across to that child that you're trying to correct him or her. This is not about relieving your anger. It is showing your child you love him, you love her enough to correct what they have done wrong. Amen. That's right. Yep. It's teaching. Teaching it moments. Teaching moments. Uh, mistake number three is trying to be a buddy mm. instead of being a parent. Mm-hmm. And, and I know I struggled with this as a young parent because you want to be the, especially a lot of dads do this. You know, yeah. we try to be friends and we're the, we're the happy ones. We come home from work after our wives have been 
with kids all day and we want to be the fun guy and yeah. you know and she oh, wants dead, yeah. and she wants to kill you for doing yeah, that right so I, I was guilty of that and uh, of course me i didn't too. i didn't have anybody on a podcast trying to teach me how to be, how to be right what's a podcast listen up, guys. yeah yeah so this is great so um uh, Proverbs fifteen five says, "A fool rejects his father's discipline, but he he who regards reproof is sensible." Mm-hmm. So remember, we are first our child's parent. Yeah, a parent has to do some things that a buddy doesn't do. Right. A yes. parent can't do some things that a buddy would do. You are the authority, and That's when true. you are trying to just be their friend, you give up that authority. That's true. And they see it. Yes, yes, they do. And there is to be a respect factor, which you will lose by that's being their buddy. Yeah. So, yes, have fun. Lots of it. Laugh together. Go places together. And, of course, joy your children. But Absolutely. don't forget, you are going to have to make some tough calls and difficult decisions. Yeah. And it can't just be one parent. You have to be, right. you have to be a team. A unified front. Yes. Absolutely. Some ca- sometimes the kids won't like us. They may even hate us, oh, I remember. depending on how old they are. <laughs> and sometimes they won't understand, and that's okay. Yeah. But you're not trying to win the popularity contest. That's it. You know, we're attempting to set boundaries for a life of freedom and happiness so later on they understand. And I can tell you, you know, there were times when uh, uh, our second daughter was, was probably the strongest willed, I'll put it that way, right. of the three children that we have. And... <laughs> You know, there were times when it was so difficult, and she used to write in a journal. Mm. And one uh, one day we found that journal, and it was not pleasant reading mm. that journal at, from a teenager. You know, there were some things in there that were hateful and hurtful mm. and all of that as parents, and it was very deflating at the mm. time. Now, you know, she's married with her own children, and I can't tell you how many times she has told us, Mom, Dad, I'm so glad you guys took the stands you took during that time, even though I wasn't happy at the time today. Mm. I'm relishing in what I learned from that. That's amazing stuff. It's good to hear that stuff. It really is. But at the time, it was hard. It was really hard. Yeah, I have have three girls, and the the baby, the redhead, the fireball... (laughs) Is the headstrong one? And they're all relatively headstrong, but they, but the, but she came home one day, and I was like, "Who is this kid? And what happened to my daughter?" Because she was a she had a completely different personality, and she was all ticked off. And I'm like, um, "What did I do?" You yeah. know? And she said, "I'm joining the army," and I'm like. <laughs> sit down (laughs) and she was bent on i'm like i'm you know they'll pay for my college i'm like your college is already paid for um you know those things but you know what after we had the conversation we had that day Mm -hmm. not five minutes of trouble after that that's interesting it was just a conversation uh you know sit down and and let's work let's talk about this and and her demeanor literally changed and never went back to that wow again so it was like oh interesting just keep doing the right thing persistence yeah yeah guys do you all think that maybe some parents feel such guilt that they try to overcompensate by being their buddy rather than being the authority. Yeah, I think that's part of it. I yeah. think you don't want to feel like you're hurting their feelings, yeah. or if you're disciplining them, you may feel like you're discouraging right. them, disparaging them, you know, keeping them down, and that's just not the case. No, no. not at all. No. 
because within those boundaries that that we set, that God sets, there's great freedom within within that boundary. Yeah. Mistake number four is neglecting to incorporate the spiritual into every area of life. Mm. You can only do this by example, dads. Your kids will tend to take on your commitment to spiritual things, only they will tend to not be as committed to it as you are. Just as you can pass your faith down to your child, you can also pass your non-faith down to your child. Absolutely. That's why Christian parents must continue to grow in the Lord, to have a passion for God. Christianity has to be more than just a Sunday thing. The principles of God's Word must be incorporated into what goes on every day at your house. And Moses gave us some great specific instructions in Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 9. Listen to these words. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Mm. Wow. From the time you get up in the morning to when you fall into bed at night, you continue to share the way of Jesus Christ. They must know the Bible is more than just a book. Church is more than just a chore. God is more than just a grandfather in the sky. Jesus is more than just a figure in history that they know about. And Christianity is more than a compartment in their lives. Parents, the three things that need to be instilled within your child by example are we live by the Bible, we go to church on Sunday, and we live out our faith every yes, single day. Every day. Christianity is personal, but my friend, it must not be private. Correct. It must be incorporated into every area of life. Yes. That's how we disciple. You That's know, when exactly they see right. when they see uh, when they see how we live our lives. And That's you know, a- I found that. You know, different times you have different occasions, like in the car, if you're taking your child to school. That's a great time to talk to your child. Really? Uh, meal times, wonderful time oh, yeah. to instill the principles of God's Word mm-hmm. in your child. That's a lost art. It yeah. is. Okay, number five, mistake number five is not expressing love. You know, children need to hear, I love you. You should say that at least once a day to your child, if not more. They need hugs. I love hugs. Yeah. (laughs) Hugs are fun. It's important. Lots and lots of hugs. They need that physical touch. Mm -hmm. Your touch is a way of blessing them. In Mark 10 through 13, it says, And they were bringing children to him so that he might touch them, but the Mm. disciples rebuked them. He took them in his arms and began blessing them, laying his hands on them. This is an example of Jesus touching children, caressing them, giving them love, blessing them. They desperately need our blessings, our approval, our Mm -hmm. affirmation. Us just saying, it's it's us saying we accept you and who you are. They need to know that we believe in them. That's so vital. And that we believe in God, and God has a special plan and a special future for them. You know, they must never hear negative, put down, destructively critical comments from us. 
uh, from their dad and mom. You know, the truth, yes, but packaged in love. And, you know, in wingman, in our wingman nation, part of our life verse is do everything in love. Yes. And this is, uh, this is so much an example of that with our children. Everything we do with them, whether it's discipline, encouragement, just talking with them, Everything should be done in love. Exactly. Amen. This is so critical that, that we bless our children. And part of that is verbal blessing, yes. I believe, is to speak the word into their lives, to encourage them with your, with your words. So vitally important. I talk to a lot of men, and uh, I know you guys do as well. And you can hear within many of those men, there's still that hunger for a dad's blessing. Absolutely. There is still that sense of, I need to hear my dad say, I love you. I care about you. I accept you. Proud of I'm you. glad. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. I'm glad you're mine. And you may not have had a dad like that. I did not. But I will tell you that we have a heavenly father like that. Amen. And he blesses us beyond anything we could imagine. So if you're still searching for that blessing, my friend, the Lord Jesus Christ will bless you. And I encourage you to bless others, even, even those who are not your children. If, if your son has a friend and maybe you understand that he's being raised by a single mother, speak a word of blessing into that child. Absolutely. We have that opportunity. There's so many things we could say about this, but uh, good words today. As we wrap up part one on parenting mistakes, guys, be encouraged that today you can begin doing the right thing. Maybe you need to apologize to your child or explain some things to your child. Don't let another day go by without sharing and showing your child just how much you love him, just how much you love her. Well, until next time, Wing that out. Thank you for listening to the Wingman Men's Moment weekly podcast. The Wingman Men's Ministry is based around the Air Force concept of a wingman. It uses the fighter jet theme and parallels the duties of a wingman in the Air Force, his commitment to his pilot and flight team, and how they're related to the men of your church and their commitment to God in their lives, their families, and their Christian brothers. Visit us at wingmannation.com.